Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. What an opportunity we have today. So as we move along, one of the things Stephanie and I love to do is invite guests on. So I met a gentleman just a couple weeks ago. He's got a studio here in South Carolina. His name's Ken Everson. Ken, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. So I I got to tell you something. So if you hear Ken's voice and it sounds somewhat melodious or something <laughs> like that, I just got to be upfront with you guys. This guy actually sang in a gospel group. So, yeah. you know, uh, I'm always impressed when somebody can even just stand up and sing. You know, that's, <laughs> that's always been a goal of mine. So I'm pretty cool with that. So some of you may know Ken's brother. So tell us about your family. And your- sure. So as you mentioned, my name's Ken Everson. Uh, I am number four out of five kids. Wow. Um, oldest is Ben Everson. He's an evangelist, travels around, uh, sings, has done music for many, many years. Yeah. Um, he's the oldest. He's, you know, like I said, he's the evangelist and does music. I have another brother. Uh, Joe, who's an artist and also sings, he's he's the guy you might have seen that paints and sings at the same time. So he'll he'll uh, he'll paint s- upside down pictures like an yeah, NBA that, games that's the big stuff. spoiler, right? Yeah. And he'll he'll sing and do the national anthem, and then you know flip, flip that bad boy upside down, yeah. and it's a picture of somebody. Right, right. Yeah. He's done NBA finals and halftime shows, and yeah, at celebrities' houses and stuff, and. Pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty wonderful. Yeah. And then, so you're, so you got, uh, you, you said you got Ben, your brother Ben is an evangelist. And then mm-hmm. your brother. Uh, Joe, I got a she, sister, Joe. Natalie, who's, uh, uh, she's, she's number two born. So she's got the hardest job, right? You know, being yeah. the second born. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so Ben, Natalie, Joe, Ken, that's me. And then I even have a younger brother, wow. Peter. So he was actually in the army. Well, well, praise God. Uh, Listen to that, folks. Yeah. I mean, we're talking, uh, 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 we got a family of five. We had five children in our family, a few foster kids all around. So we're starting out, and I, I was explaining to Ken, you know, we're, we've done no priest stuff here. There's no preliminary work. I didn't send him any questions. We, right, right. We didn't look at any verses. We, we just said, I didn't you know check what? with my publicist. No, no. He, <laughs> he did write. He was going to, he was thinking about checking with his publicist, and uh, I, I, he's probably got the same publicist I have, so I wasn't yeah. too worried about that. And, not, uh, not too good. Is <laughs> which is nobody at all. And, uh, but anyway, so the word of the day, I, I want to continue on with this word of the day. And the word of the day is hurt. And so many people out here, Ken, I know you've experienced it. I'm sure your family's been down this road and yeah. this idea of hurt. So many listening today are dealing with PTSD, dealing with junk they're going through, life being upside down. And and I, I always quote to people this one verse. I always go back to Romans 8, 18, whenever we talk about hurt or the things we're going through in life. And, you know, the Bible says, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So God 
God gives us this promise that, boy, we're going through some sufferings right now, but if we accept him and believe in him and trust in him alone for our salvation, uh, we pass from death unto life. So the sufferings are left behind and, and we're in heaven. And I mean, Ken, when you think of that word hurt, what's coming to your mind? Uh, so many things. So I think it's kind of a personal thing sometimes too. Yeah. Um, hurt when you're thinking about that, it's, it's the start of something for me. Yeah. Um, hurt necessarily isn't, isn't wrong. Yeah. You know, it it really isn't something happened and it's the process of starting, you know, how, how you're going to feel about it later. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, that's that's the initial thought that comes to my mind right away. Yeah, yeah, no, and I think that's good because hurt has so many connotations to it. Hurt, I could have been hurt. I am hurt. I'm somebody who has been hurt, can be physical. You know, when I think of hurt, what comes to my mind immediately is people who leave me in dust. Uh, you know, and so in my connotation and my my brain here, what's coming to my mind is, you know, coming from that PTSD brain is, you know, people who've let me down, people who badmouthed me, people who talk behind my back, people who've left me. Mm. All You know, the devil plants all these things in yeah, my mind. Yep. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the hurt side of it, too, is that, that sometimes the hurt is unintentional. A lot of times, yeah. the, or something happens, it's not someone's fault, but the devil wants to put it in your mind and say, hey, this was, this was your fault. Yeah. This was somebody else's fault. And then that turns into something. Um, but honestly, it's, you know, I think the reason why it does that is because it's not dealt with it properly. At right. least for me, I, I do think of an example for myself. Um, uh, I, I've, I've in fact dealt with depression and anxiety for a long time, but I didn't only realize it until recently. Wow. So, um, sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've actually had some great, uh, uh, success with it because, um, I didn't understand it and there was a guilt with it yeah. where, you know, because there is, there are two sides of it. I'm not a doctor. I'm going to say that. Right. <laughs> right. Front. So anything I yeah. say, you know, I'm not one own, either. And I don't play one <laughs> on a see podcast. Your own doctor. Do yeah. not listen to my advice, like anything yeah. medical. Yeah. But what I mean by that is I had some, uh, some, uh, medical stuff going on. Right. So in the brain chemical, um, which I believe is, you know, is, is for real. Yeah. But I, I attributed it all to spiritual side. And so there was a guilt. So when I felt lower and I had the anxiety or the depression, like the medical depression yeah. and anxiety, um, I had a guilt that go along with it and I wouldn't understand why. And so that then isolates myself from other people. And, and, you know, uh, I could get hurt for, for somebody talking to me like that, you know, saying, Hey, why is Ken so secluded or why is Ken so introverted? Um, well, you know, if somebody's got a medical issue, mentally something's going on, you can right. look at somebody, you can tell, hey, they're they're pretty antisocial at times or yeah. and and then you can say something and then boom, it triggers a triggers something for them, they're hurt, they're you know, whatever. But um honestly the 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 most recent uh kind of turnaround for this was is um Majesty Music. Yeah. Uh, Shelly Hamilton. Sure. And, and we, the, we love the Hamiltons here. Oh, Every man. once in a while, we just belt out a verse of the Hamilton. <laughs> I, lo- I love the, uh, I love the patch of pirate grew up on that and everything. Yeah. Kind of my heroes yeah. as a little kid and they're here in Greenville. Well, uh, uh, Shelly Hamilton wrote a book called always only good. Yeah. And it's a, uh, journey of faith through mental illness is what it was called. About her son, Jonathan. I yes, sir. Yes, sir. Who, who struggled heavily with some very yeah. severe and eventually took his life. And the yeah. book is about just going through that journey 
Um, and, and I, you know, you want to call this coincidence or whatever? No, this is the Lord. Yeah. Uh, perfect timing when I was at a super low point. Um, just the way God things worked out. My brother was in the majesty studio cause my dad had come down and wanted to see yeah. the Hamiltons and they met Adam Morgan and, and, uh, he said, Hey, we're trying to get an audio book done of the print version. Wow. Oh, Ken's into audio. And, and so I ended up doing the audio book for Shelly Hamilton and yeah. spending hours and hours with her. I was able to open up about this. Wow. And it broke down walls, brother. I'm telling you, like, just we just weeping. Just there. talking to people, man. Yeah, <laughs> Shelly's among the best people you could it talk to. It was so great because yeah. I was able to 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 first of all get the truth behind it. One of the biggest things she says in there was that um, uh, you're. It's okay to see a doctor and a counselor. That's right. We there, live by that road. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And that you know, it's not all spiritual. Yeah. It, it might be, you know, it's, it's up to the, it's individual yeah, again, exactly. I'm not a doctor, so yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, no, exactly. And but like, uh, yeah. I, it was, it was it, removing that guilt of that side. Obviously you have to be right with the Lord. You have to have your mind constantly sharpened by the word of God. If you're lazy on that and you know, that, that could be other problems that lead to that. But you know, if you have a good relationship with the Lord and you're still having problems in this area, at least for me, um, that was just such a huge break for me in that. And it just opened everything up. I was able to get counseling, able to, to see the doctor and, and take care of those things. And I'm just in a hundred percent better place than I was before. Great. And, you know, great yeah. testimony. We, we start off our books, our conferences with everything saying we're not medical personnel. And actually I have a THD, so I'm always going out of the way to say, listen, some people call me Dr. Kerriger, but I can't prescribe blood pressure medicine or yeah. anything. You know, yeah. <laughs> the, I have a, I have a degree in theology, but I, I like your honestness. And, and, you know, I was a guy, uh, you know, I had my face. So, so part of the problem of having a traumatic brain injury, you know, I saw, I was in a helicopter actually had my face smashed, broken neck, mm. uh, collapsed lung, uh, I mean, among a myriad of other things. And I was just telling Ken before we got on a little while ago that I was getting help with these kinds of things. It's a, it's a continuous battle. Mm. And uh, you have to make decisions in life. You have to say, well, you know, I've had these seven surgeries on my face. I've had eye surgery. I've had this. I've had that. Or you can just say, you know, God gave me another day. Yeah. You know, I, I broke in half 18 teeth. I mean, my face was just, and, and I, you still fight that. You still fight the pain. I ended up coming out of that bad boy with trimeningeal, um, it, it's uh, your neuropathy, which is yeah, just okay. facial pain and you get nerves wow. in your face. And, but this is what I know. What you just said is so pertinent. Mm. Everybody's battle is different. Yep. Uh, everybody's struggle is different and it's real. And, and everything we go through, just like you going through depression and anxiety, and certainly I can see that, especially in the business you're in. I mean, just uh, setting up camp right there in a studio and, and going from there. Um, it, it's a struggle. It's real. And uh, everybody's different. So we always get to know each other. And it's a trial. God gives us these trials mm. and he didn't, he didn't waste this trial on Ken. As a matter of fact, he let brother Ken use that trial today right here and let you guys know been there. Yeah. And I, and I was given help listening to Shelly do her book and audio file. And that'll, you want to talk about God using something to, you know, to convict you into going in a certain direction. What a better place to be sitting there working on sound yeah. levels <laughs> and then hearing all this about Jonathan. And I, I still remember the day I turned on TV and someone had jumped off a parking garage. Yeah. 
yeah. and, mm-hmm. and I, I I remember that and it, you know that was it's been about ten years now or whatever but I remember it was like it was yesterday I said oh God help those people yeah. again not knowing who it was but it's real it's a struggle hey folks listen we're gonna run and we're gonna go ahead and, and give the radios a chance here to identify themselves we'll be right back don't go anywhere. So here we are. We're back with Ken Everson, and uh, I appreciate your honesty, Ken. So now I got to get your biography finished out as okay. we're starting these podcasts here. So where, where were you born? I mean, where was your your family? So just things that I've found out, I'm going to let him tell us all, but your family's <laughs> been ministry, been everywhere. So why don't you start there? And Sure. Uh, I grew up in Midland, Michigan, so okay. I, I'm a I'm a, a Michigan State fan. Yeah, I know that might be get me kicked off real fast off here, but no, <laughs> no, no, you're right. I'm Clemson, man. Yeah, okay. And we beat everybody except Alabama, so we're okay. Yeah. Um, no, I bleed green. Uh, uh, mom and dad met at Michigan State University. Um, mom was saved at an early age. Dad wasn't saved until he met mom. Yeah. And the the funny story about that is is actually um, he showed interest in mom. And at the time there, you know, he could, he, he went over to the, to the girl's dorm, you know, and was showing some interest. And, uh, and she said, you know what, I, I can't date anybody that isn't a follower of Christ. And, uh, he's like, okay, you know, and dad shares his testimony as literally being saved by scripture alone, because he went to the scripture in his dorm room and just read scripture and got saved just by reading scripture what a blessing. And, uh, and, and he describes it too as he's waiting for this lightning strike, a bolt of like, <laughs> boom, you're saved. And, you know, it didn't come, yeah. but, um, but truly saved. And so he, he was so excited. I think he, he ran back over to the dorm room and said, hey, I did it. I did it. I got saved. Wow. You know, we can, we can go out now or whatever. And she said, we'll see. And slammed the door in his face. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, eventually, yeah, it, she did see that he was truly saved. And uh, they got they got married, both heritage and music, mom and voice, um, been teaching uh, her entire life, did choirs for yeah. 20, 30 years. Uh, dad was in the marching band at Michigan State University, first chair saxophone, uh, wow. wrote some arrangements for them. Uh, so he loves uh, uh, instrumental music and uh, piano and saxophone, all the brass instruments, everything. He's been writing and arranging music his entire life, basically, either in school or teaching school since kindergarten. Wow. So he thinks of his life as semesters, you know, <laughs> is how he does it. Um, he's recently retired within the last few years, but um, uh, just it's he has such a such a rich heritage. It's, it's kind of hard not to be intimidated by it. However, I say that and, um, I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, some of my earliest memories was just listening to him play the piano, falling asleep underneath the piano. And and that began my infatuation with sound. We, uh, we moved to Northland Baptist Bible college. Sure. In uh, year 2000, I think dad was And you actually, a lady that we were with last week that uh, Mrs. Wesco and I, Stephanie and I were with, with, you know, we were out there with our families and stuff at a conference and Debbie and I had been meeting this lady. Her name's Heidi Hall. 
Okay. And Heidi Hall was a student, I believe, of your dad. Okay. And a friend of Stephanie, who's very musical. Very cool. And uh, Heidi came out and played some piano for us, and we were just moved by it. And uh, I remember thinking to myself, isn't this cool? So she's she's fruit of your dad's. That's awesome. Yeah, and that's that's the biggest thing, too, is that I feel like dad's talent could have put him some big star somewhere. But no, he he became a teacher. Yeah. And he he poured into young people, uh, college age, even younger after yeah. um, he left the college and went back to uh, home church and everything. Um, but both just just such a rich heritage. And dad is a student of the word. Yeah. There a lot of people like to separate, oh, you're a musician or you're a preacher. Yeah. He's both. <laughs> He's both. He is uh he is a bookworm of bookworms. Um and uh Wow. Yeah. So um as far as uh what I did, I went to Northland for a few years. I battled some health issues, didn't really finish a degree there. They the school went through some changes and yeah. the degree I was working on didn't work out. But I, I moved down to uh, uh, Union Grove, Wisconsin, and worked at the Shepherd's Home there for developmentally oh, disabled yeah. adults. Oh, what a blessing. Yeah, and um, I, I just I had a burden for those people when um, we went there on a choir drama tour with Mom. Mom was a choir teacher at the time, yeah. and I spent some time there. You think there's any hope for me with my voice or anything? <laughs> is, is, is there any hope here, brother? <laughs> well, I'll never never say never. All right. All right. Thanks, man. That's that's better than I heard from Liberty and Stephanie at times. So it's, it's good to hear that. Uh, yeah. I haven't heard too much yet, so okay. I won't hold out hope. But All right. Um, and my wife, Debbie, just being honest. So <laughs> I'm three for three. Yeah, yeah. I chased my wife out to Denver. She was from there. We met at school. We got married, stayed out there for a few years. And, and uh, one day, God called us to South Carolina. Um, uh, the Calvary, God's country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. Uh, Terry Snow with the uh, Calvary Quartet. He's done it for, I want to say, 26, 27 years now. Yeah, great voice. Uh, my brother had sang with them. Both brothers sang with them. Joe was baritone at the time. And they needed a pianist. So we didn't move because I was a good singer. We moved because my they needed a pianist, and my wife is excellent piano player. Man, <laughs> see this connection's been years and happening. We love <laughs> piano players and singers, and here we got a singer across from us married yeah. to a piano player. So she's fantastic, and she's wow. she's very humble about it. But um, they flew us there for a guest concert, and she sight read the whole concert for them. Wow, um, which was just fantastic, and and. Uh, we moved uh, moved here by faith. It was probably about eleven years ago now, maybe twelve. And uh, uh, I eventually ended up singing tenor for him because I I do I sing the so we, part. We we need to stop now. We <laughs> we, we need at least at, at least a line of a song with a chorus from your brother. Okay, all right. Let me think of one. Uh, whichever one you came up to, come up. All with. right, here we go. All right. <clears throat> There's a land that is fairer than day, and by faith we can see it afar, for the Father waits over the way to prepare us a dwelling place there in the sweet by and by we shall meet on that beautiful shore in the sweet by and by 
shall meet on that beautiful shore. I just decided after listening to that that there may be no hope for me. But you, you know, when I, when I was in a seminary, <laughs> God forgive me. And uh, there's a reason that uh, uh, three out of three people I know have heard me sing before uh, choose not to uh, agree with my voice. But this is—I I was just thinking as you were singing that, and thank you, that was beautiful. I was just thinking, Brother Ken, as you were singing that, when I was in seminary, uh, a gentleman came through and. Uh, uh, Shelly Hamilton's dad, Frank Garlock, yeah. uh-huh. uh, years ago. So anyway, he came through and he made this one point about music. You know, he shared a bunch of verses and, and those of us suffering from junk and hurt and depression and anxiety and all this stuff, emotions are high. Emotions can yeah. jump from emotion to motion. We can do things very impetuously at times. We can, mm-hmm. we can go from crying to laughing back to crying again, wanting to bang <laughs> our head up against a cement wall to, yeah. uh, but anyway, this Frank Garlock, and, and again, I speak in ADHD terms. So once in a while <laughs> I move around a little bit, but going, but this is what I think. Uh, I remember Frank Garlock making the point when you get done listening to a song, you should stop and say, God, did you use that song in my life just now? Wow. And I will tell you something, brother. God used that song you just sang, that mm. verse you just sang in my life. And I, I think that, and we got to remember that, folks, as we're going through these struggles of life and emotions turn upside down and we get mad at those other people in our lives and the kids drive us crazy and life drives us crazy. And But I'm telling you, you know, at the end of the day, when that music you turn on, you need to be able to shut that off and say, God, did you do something in my life because of that music? And if the answer is yes, well, something great just occurred. And I, and, uh, I, I think it just did. So, so you're, how long, so is your wife playing piano while you're singing with them? Is it a, yeah. So both of you are in the band going. Yeah. We were both in the, it's just four, it was the old school four guys and piano player and they're still going today. Um, Now does your wife sing? She does, but she's she doesn't advertise it. She oh. has a beautiful voice. Now, where, where's what's her range? You see what I'm doing here? I'm, I'm <laughs> always a, working out a, a list of potential people in she my is, head. Uh, she's technically soprano. Um, is she? Now, yeah. th- this this is gonna this is gonna blow you away. Um, okay. She has three sis, three sisters, and they all sing. No way. All four of them sing together. Are they in the Greenville uh, Ville area? Some of them are. Uh, the uh, my in laws are actually moving here in October. Well, get the sisters and, here and too. One sister is already here. Oh, and she has a beautiful voice. Oh, so, wow! Yeah. Is this crazy or what? Well, <laughs> folks, I look down and we're almost at time, but I I so appreciate Ken. We're going to keep on going with this conversation and dialogue. And and uh, I I was thinking, Ken, if you if you had any advice, I mean, you've been through life, members of church, mm-hmm. leadership. In church, Christian band, uh, gospel band with your wife, tracking your wife down to Denver, and I admire that. And uh, if you had any advice for somebody in the throes of life right now and things seem tough, what would you say to her? Oh man, God's not done yet. If you're still breathing, there's still there's still something else coming yeah. coming down the road. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you're in it, you you think life's over. You're hurt. You're down. And you think it's done, you know, if, am I, I look down, am I still breathing? God's not done with me. There you go. And, you know, he healed the broken heart, tells us in Psalm 147, and bindeth up the wounds. And Psalm 34, the only book I've ever come close, chapter of any book I've ever come close to memorize. And the Lord is nigh unto them with a broken heart and save as such with a contrite spirit. We started this off talking about hurt. 
And uh, I'm so glad we went to the sweet by and by. And listen, folks, we love you guys out there. And I know, I know how your day can be today, but do this. Put a smile on your face today, the, the smile that only God can give you. Yeah. Listen to every word Brother Eric's got to say. And folks, listen, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please, please, uh, I beg you, get a hold of us. Helpful Wounded Spirits, Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. Uh, 100 out of 100 people can find my phone number on the internet in about three minutes. So, I mean, if you really got to get a hold of me, just, just drop a message out there. But we sure do love you folks. We look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Thanks for coming out. Bring someone back next time. We're going to talk a little more with Ken. We'll talk to you later. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.